0: if you'll gather around and listen to me, we can talk about immediate dynasty. You're going to crush on every actor on the show. You can binge the whole series on HBO Hot Minute. Hot Minute. Yet again, two for two. Oh, shit. Wonderful. I don't
1: want to. Well, no, I literally did a whip-cracking motion in the room. That was wonderful. Thank you. And not
0: two seconds later that, yeah, that was Mike Shepard, and this is Hot Minute. Woo! Uh, I'm Jamie. I'm Ashley. And this is the podcast about who is hot and why. And sometimes we get off topic. That's but okay. That's That's okay. Fun. It's fun. It's, it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. You'll like it. You'll like it. you got housekeeping to go housekeeping, through. Housekeeping, yeah. You know, uh, Hot Minute. Told you what it's about. You can find us at Hot Minute, H-O-T-T Minute mm-hmm. on the Mi- many different platforms uh-huh. uh, Instagram, Twitter, yes. yeah. Facebook,
1: Vine. whatever,
0: Bite, uh, yeah. is that the new one? MySpace, uh, a TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're there. We're out there. If you want to submit a name, a crush, whoever you're crushing on, to the bag of hotties, which you will get to at the end of the show, you just text 240 TAD HOT, which is 240 823 4688.
1: We got dozens of names in this bag. Yeah. Hundreds, if not thousands. Our producer know?
0: Michael will write that shit on a piece of paper, we'll pull it out of the bag, and we'll just Oof. riff on it. I'm
1: excited. Just hot riff. I love, I love digging into the bag. God, I love that I bag. I love digging into the bag. God, I, I love, love it. Bag. I
0: love bag, too.
1: <laughs> hey, Jamie.
0: Yeah, I have up? a quick question. Before we get started, okay. are you crushing on anyone? Can oh on? Oh, my God. I thought you'd never ask. Before we get into today's topic, which is- The meat of succession. The TV show, Succession. <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my crush this week which is the soul turning beautiful broken performance by Demetria Lovato on the Grammy Awards mm-hmm. um, don't know when this will come out but those will have happened and I will have watched them and you know she battled addiction she's coming back the thing I loved about it song was great she sounded fire her voice is sick she had to start the song over I know. because she couldn't start it and a lot of times I'm like oh that's bullshit. Here's the deal. If that wasn't real, get her an Oscar now. It's mm-hmm. wrong award show. She um, was
1: saying beautifully. God, she sang she beautifully. does have a lovely her lovely voice. voice. Is powerful. I mean, there were a lot of wonderful
0: female specifically performers yes. I thought and she
1: held her own with yes. every single one of them. She did.
0: She did. Here's the thing I really liked about it and this is why she's my crush is that you know, I was like did she really fall start? Had snot coming out of her nose because she was crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I was, you know, I was like, oh, I see a tear. And then I was like, oh, no, I see fucking snot coming out of her nose. Like, that's legit. Mm-hmm. Like, that's real. And then she sang great. Yeah.
1: Did she even like... get phlegmy? Really? No.
0: No, I thought it was going to sound like maybe that... she drank it like oat milk or something. She didn't sound like that. She yeah. sounded great. Um, she sounds better than I do.
1: You've talked about her before, haven't I have. you? She's been a crush of yours for a long time.
0: <sighs> I just, I just love her. I'm rooting for her. I hope, I hope she's doing okay. You know what? I think
1: she is. I think so too. I think with fans like you, oh, God, I, think, I think she's gonna I think she's gonna be okay.
0: Demetria's army. That's me. <laughs> I'm the, the the demi hive. That's cool. Rooting for you. So Ashley, mm-hmm. yes Jamie. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to turn it around. Who's your crush? Oh Who you crush my God. it on. I wasn't ready for this. Just kidding. Yes, I was. Um, so whereas someone like Demi Lovato has a very established fan base, yes. lots of stands, lots of fans, I want to be one of the first mm. on this bandwagon. Okay. I'm jumping on the bandwagon of a young lady named Jessie Buckley. Now, who's that? Is that a new country star? Why, no, you might think so with a name like Jessie Buckley, but Jamie, no, ma'am. She is an Irish actress what? and singer. Can't. Funny you ask that about country music though because she did one of her roles, one of her many, many mm. breakout roles. I've seen her a lot of things recently. She played country singer Roselynn Harlan <laughs> and that is her character's name in the film Wild Rose, a movie that I watched and actually liked. Whoa, we need a siren. I- <laughs> Actually, liked a movie. So I described this movie as a Billy Elliot, which it is, and it's like, what if Billy Elliot was a single mom and a dickhead? And I'm it's there. really good. It's really good. Billy Elliott's dance teacher is Rosalind's fucking mom. So it's even got like the same actor doing the same. Yeah. She's really good at it. They're like, Whatever. If you need some tough love to get your shit together. I do. Oh my God. Have I got the woman for you? I don't I didn't write her name down, but she's the mom. <laughs> Lord, send me a mom. But like Roslyn. Okay, number one, Jesse Buckley can legit sing. Like yeah. so, it's, so it's sold on. It's like she lives in Glasgow. She's like mm. kind of a piece of shit. She like drinks too much. And she wants to come to Nashville, Tennessee. It It is her dream. And I was like, oh my God, this girl drinks too much and she wants to come to Nashville. I'm so scared for her. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Uh, So Jesse Buckley, just vivacious on screen. I wrote, very pretty, red hair, (laughs) wry smile. I also wrote, Bye vibes
0: oh i get bi
1: vibes okay. from her maybe right. it's because she got her her start on a uk talent show that i'm pretty sure is about getting cast in the andrew lloyd weber production okay. and he's like a judge okay so she's like a theater kid so she's got like, it here are all my theater songs mm-hmm. you know and she can do like all that big theater singing. every theater kid is bi well i decided that i liked her though was when i re- I, I was like i watch her rose i was like who's this girl let me mm-hmm. google her I was like, "Oh my god! I just fucking watched her in another thing, and she was playing a completely different character." Chameleon. Uh chameleon. She is in my War and Peace. She plays Princess Mary what? in War and Peace. Yeah, okay. and I a completely different character, quiet and religious, and just like always on the verge of tears. You know the I woman. Mean? But not in, like, the annoying way. <laughs> no, she's cool. It's, like, one of my favorite characters. I also watched her, just because now I love her and I want to watch yeah. her and everything. I watched a really bad
0: series called Taboo. <laughs> Which I've heard of, but I have not watched. It is Tom
1: Hardy. Yeah. It is 18... 18- 14 london and everybody is just like wanting to fuck their brothers and sisters like (laughs) per this series like it's seriously great. what else is there
0: to do it's
1: one of those things where it's like well if the past was fucking horrible you know (laughs) which it was it's like obviously oh yeah you know children get murdered you know it's like okay fucking whatever yeah you don't have to watch it did you see i did not see her in this because i haven't seen it yet but did you see chernobyl I didn't. She was in Chernobyl. She played the best character in it. I haven't seen it, but she's like a fireman's widow. Okay. And I didn't see Judy. I didn't either. Which she was in. <laughs> but um, now I'm going to see all of us. But I love her. And she she can do accents. I'm just really impressed. I was like, I didn't even know she was Irish. You know what I mean? But did she do a Scottish accent? Yeah, she yeah. was like Glasgow, Glaswegian. Glaswegian. And then in the War and Peace, she was like an upper class yeah, with yeah, English yeah. voice, obviously. But anyway, she's beautiful and I love her and we're going to be best friends. Hey, Jesse. The exciting thing, too, about being in War and Peace, which has like 87,000 characters and lots of yeah. big actors. One of the, one of the bigger name Actors in this War and Peace, this is a lifetime BBC co-production
0: of War and Peace, <laughs> as you do. Um, it's, Mother, it, may, I it's Hool- may I sleep with? It's on Hulu. War, may sleep with? Scurvy Pierre yeah.
1: <laughs> Count bezhikov is an actor by the name of Brian Cox. <gasps> Heard of him? He has been in a lot of things. Yeah. Like McDonald's commercials. One of my,
0: it's the best one. He currently. May,
1: he may be in a Harry Potter. I, he might not be in a Harry <laughs> Potter, actually. I don't he know. He is in
0: um, X Men. Yes. He's in some of those. But you know what
1: he's on that's like contemporary right now?
0: <sighs> Do I, Ashley? It is a show called Succession. Succession. Oh, yay.
1: Yes, yes. Brian that's Cox. That's... Brian Cox plays Daddy Logan in Six uh, Note. Uh,
0: yeah. So, who's your daddy? Yeah. So today's episode, when we got together, probably I don't know, like a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and we we're like, "What do we talk about this season?" <laughs> uh, it was like I don't know, like cartoons or like puppets. We like. Did you see any cool shows did or you did you s- listen to any new records? And the answer is that Ashley and I worked a lot last year and both. had have seasonal and probably just chronic depression so we didn't oh yeah I laid down a lot I read stuff on my phone uh, got some dogs Ashley has a dog so we just I just like, to...
1: a lot of Russian stuff a lot of yeah. war and peace yeah. yeah
0: I read a lot of fan fiction mm-hmm. uh, Sirius Black has really given it to Hermione lately <laughs> oh my god man it's crazy what they're getting into but I did watch lunacy <laughs> oh uh, God, I hate myself, but I love Succession, a show about people that also pretty much hate themselves. They
1: hate themselves. They hate each other. They hate each other. Um, It's about a family. It's about self-loathing. It's about how all rich people are bad, not because they're bad people, but because being really rich makes you bad. Makes you a horrible person. Uh, It's
0: about, I think the dynamic that I love the most about Succession is that It was marketed so bizarrely when it first came Mm -hmm. out. So I remember watching the first episode on an airplane, which is just a weird place to watch that anyway because there's so much like tone nuance to all the lines. But it was marketed as just a very serious family drama this is before i even noticed like will fairhole adam mckay <laughs> As the it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, i think that like went by in the credits and i was like what the fuck i don't know so i remember watching on an airplane and i probably got like 45 minutes in and i wish that i'd reviewed this before i said this on this podcast so i could remember the moment but i guffawed at something that was not quote unquote funny yeah, and then yeah. i literally went what like i think out loud on the southwest <laughs> flight i went like what the fuck? This is funny. I was like, "This is a funny it's show. A comedy it's a show. comedy. Oh yeah, yeah." And yeah. I didn't realize it. And then I was like, "It was as if I was watching The Sixth Sense all over again. Like, what the, f- <laughs> what the fuck? He's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Now I, now I get it. Like it. Literally, I literally felt like yeah. it was like a ghost moment. Um, in the show. And then it was hooked. I was like, yeah, yeah. I can't watch this enough. It's uh, dry. It's so fucking dry. It's a, it's a dry, dry. Humor. humor. It's bone dry. Bone dry. Speaking of bones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who every you wanna every cast member <laughs>
0: every fucking cast member every record. cast
1: member as you heard in the theme song I mean I kind of just I don't know just, where to start Let, actually I do I like okay. I want to start with you drive the character Kendall who is God. the second oldest of the, of the Roy children yes. he is played by Boston-area actor Jeremy Strong. Jeremy Strong, who came out of nowhere, really. I
0: never have seen him before in my life. And I, unlike Ashley, in my past have been a, a bit of a, I think... Quite a consumer, short of this year, of media. And typically, like, I'm an annoying person that you watch stuff with. And I'm like, that person was in an episode of, you know, it's like... Basin and Rollers is <laughs> not a show. What was I trying to say? I was going to say Empty Nest. I was trying to say NYPD Blue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, um, he... Has... Empty Nest is great reference. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, never saw the guy in my life, Mm-mm. which was... Brilliant casting because you immediately are just like, he is this man. He is this guy. You are transported into his pathetic world. And I'm, I'm writing
1: down the words sad eyes right sad now. Sad fucking Have eyes. Have you ever seen sadder eyes? I don't think
0: I Put have. Put this bitch on the cover of National Geographic because <sighs> the depths of his pain. In the arms of the angel, I want to donate money to save oh, the... Oh, yes. like he saddest the saddest eyes. eyes. And, he, and they're like rich kids sad. Yeah, which is like super hot. <laughs> and you know it's like first couple episodes you're like what's this guy gonna do and the first episode they do this really great job this is why the show is so brilliant of setting him up as just the douchiest Mm -hmm. biggest idiot he's like listening to hardcore rap as he's being driven around to this meeting where he's like trying to swing his dick around and just keeps getting like undercut left and right and so quickly they establish like wow, what a fucking loser that Mm -hmm. that has no idea that he's a loser yet. And so a couple episodes in, I was like, okay, how much of a loser are they going to make him? And boy, did they deliver. (laughs) Literally shits on himself in the second (laughs) season. And I was uh, turned on. Not because I'm into scat, but because I was like, you couldn't get lower and more vulnerable (laughs) here, buddy. Just doo-doos on himself. Their
1: layers to that character are great. It's like, I think one of my favorite things about Kendall is like the degree to which he like believes his own bullshit yes. when it comes to like business Yes, it's like I love the way he was talking about like the news website like the gawker kind of website he's like it's a it's a media platform of yes. different sort of verticals that like <sighs> combat. Incomp- you know I, which is how they all are oh, yeah. which is how they all are and they're all Alcoholics, and they're, and I'm saying they all are, and I don't mean that, but yes, I do. They, they are.
0: So no shock. We probably just said spoiler alert. He's, I'm about to ruin the whole. Oh, this. is everything about the show. He's, yeah. he's
1: a drug addict. He, he's a drug addict. Yeah. His
0: wife has like w- wised up to the fact that he's a fucking loser. He's not a good father. He's not. His, a, That's my favorite. Okay. He's not a good father, I'm, and they never try to like. <laughs> they never give him a redeeming moment with the kids either. Really, like he's just kind of like.
1: Everything about the show is these adult children like searching for their father's yes. love. And it's like, motherfucker, you're a daddy now. It's like, you're supposed to be giving the kids, your kids, the hugs that you didn't get and not like humiliating yourself to your sociopathic father's whims.
0: On that front, like one of my favorite things about his relationship to his children, too, is that they never say this out loud, I don't think, but they very subtly with casting show you he has this sort of mixed race set oh, of yeah, children yeah, yeah. so clearly not only is he a shitty dad but he's a shitty dad that <laughs> adopted children or was his, perhaps I or maybe i can't
1: remember is his first wife indian maybe American? but regardless regardless
0: like just with the casting like the visual sort of storytelling alone just like building a sense of of place like you immediately like when he's with those kids you're like he is God, not qualified he's not qualified <laughs> to, to give be them like They need raising children that clearly probably need extra attention, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they are not gonna get it from him, yeah. It's bad enough that your dad is stupid, it's
1: bad (laughs) enough that your dad is a stupid drug addict, it's bad enough that your dad is a stupid drug addict who, like, also wants his daddy's love too much. You know what I mean? It's like a layer on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Jez is strong, Jeremy. I mean, one of the most iconic moments of the show is his rap. Yes. like that's like a whole. That's like a huge yes. character trait. Is like he loves rap and, and he, he loves hip hop. He loves hip-hop. rap
0: and he loves hip hop and he loves it in a sincere com- way. completely sincere straight, way,
1: straight face. And
0: like, like so, in the second season, in a just sort of a tribute to his dad, that no one wants to be at this event. Mm-hmm. Um, this woman that they've hired as a consultant, Holly Hunter,
1: Holly Hunter, who's
0: so fucking awesome. We'll get to her. At some point, they <laughs> liken her to, like, a hummingbird. <laughs> and she is. She's just, you could crush like, her bones and smoke her. But she's
1: like a hummingbird with, like, claws.
0: With claws. Yeah. Um, a hummingbird with talent, With talent. That's my horrible Holly Hunter impression. But um, <laughs> she's like, we're going to do this big tribute to So, like, every character is just filled with loathing. No one wants to be there, including Logan, who they are honoring. And then dipshit Kendall gets up and raps. And it is just so painful. Painful and embarrassing. Like if you get secondhand embarrassment for people or just like it made me physically ill, but it was also so funny.
1: It was one of the most
0: jaw-dropping moments of television in
1: 2019 it really was like
0: so I got behind in the second season and like I was pretty pretty up-to-date in the first season I got behind the second season and I tried really hard to avoid spoilers Mm -hmm. and I did but I just kept seeing like the Twitter reaction when that episode came out and I was like I don't want to read it but like, the reaction was so, so visceral that I literally thought, like, somebody got, like, beheaded on the show or something. Or, like, I was like, yeah, Logan yeah. literally, like, pissed and doo-dooed in his children's and mouths. And then, that. oh, gee. <laughs> it's just, yes, yeah, yeah. And instead, I watch it, and I was like, this is actually ten times worse. It's...
1: So painful. And, you know, yeah. here's the thing, too. It's like within the context of these people's lives, like a random beheading is a possibility because right. there is another son Ugh. who got kidnapped yes. in the Middle East somewhere on business, as you Man. do at one point. This is the youngest fella. Yep. of the, It's Kieran Culkin plays Romulus slash Roman <sighs> Roy. Another thing I really love about the show is how the chi- the adult children's names get progressively like cuntier, the yes. richer and yes.
0: richer that he yes. gets. Yes, yes. Like Kendall is like a relatively yeah. And normal the first name. song is what? Connor. Connor. Connor.
1: Kendall. Siobhan. Siobhan. <laughs>
0: Mm. And, then, and then Romulus. And then Siobhan's nickname is Shiv, yes. which is also so perfect. I love it.
1: Mm, 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 mm. That's a stabbing. We were making stab. That was stabbing. Um, <laughs> Ashley and I were fucking. <laughs> we were making stabbing. I think in terms of just like raw sex appeal on the show, it's probably Kieran's game to
0: lose because, <laughs> because he has a face with bones in it. <laughs> he has
1: a face with bones in it, but he's also like the sexual tension between oh. Roman and his family friend slash mother figure slash co-worker, Jerry,
0: J-E-R-R-I. Okay. This is one of my favorite slow burns of the show because it kind of comes out of nowhere. But then at the same time, you're like, fuck, wh- why didn't I think of that? Mm-hmm. Like as a, a fan and as somebody who's written things, you're just like, God, that's like so obvious, but so unexpected as well. Like, so the, the big like through line with Roman that I love is that he's literally dating a prostitute his longest oh, his no
1: lo- that's alan rock that's the that's the oldest oh no son. but like isn't
0: isn't she oh, also is she
1: has wife girlfriend
0: yeah the wife girlfriend in the second episode like don't they insinuate that she also has hooked but she's doing it more in it's from, like, like a because board he's like, she's like because he's
1: incompetent er, not incompetent and yeah. <laughs> in yes what's one the one where you can't fuck impotent impotent he's, yeah it's like they're not having sex and they're you
0: know and they're just handsome and thirties and young. Yeah, well, and you're right. She's not. She's not the desperate prostitute. But she like she's acting out sexually blatantly because they he won't both fuck her. act out sexually. He I just acts it. out. Mm-hmm. He just acts out.
1: That's his whole thing. Whereas Kendall turns his pain inward, a la uh, drugs and alcohol and self loathing. Roman. He pushes that shit onto everyone fucking else in his
0: goddamn orbit. Like, well, and the best thing. So going back to the pilot. It was a little on the nose, but one of the best ways to sort of build the character is to show him. So, so the whole family like a fucking Twilight characters because they're rich and bored. Play baseball. Like they just mm-hmm. helicopter in to play games of recreational baseball. And there's a family, like a hell, like a, you know. Like you're our gardener. Yeah. Like, and like yeah, this yeah. immigrant family, basically. And this little kid, you think that they might be trying to include him in the game. And so they're like, hit this ball and I'll give you a million dollars. And he like misses the swing. And then Roman just basically like tears up the check in front of his face. Just. I mean, he's a piece of shit. He's like, a piece he's, of shit. He's.
1: It's like, for those of you listening at home, if you haven't seen this show, it's like, just think back at your own life. Yeah. Like every fucking douchebag you've ever met. Yeah. The loudest guy at the party, the dickiest guy at the yeah. bar, the worst dude you ever went on a date one, the worst guy who ever dated your sister. He's all of them times 10. because he's like, like a billionaire. Yeah but then like also kind of hot
0: yeah <laughs> well i mean like of right? course yeah, yeah, i know but he's also because it's not hot like he's like kind of he's shrimpy. really pathetic he's really pathetic it's re-
1: and that's the whole sex thing with him and jerry he's like i'm a yes. pathetic piece of shit like crush me under your foot mommy and yeah. she's like okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what the show doesn't really lay out for you like jerry i think is flattered and bored i think that that's mm, kind of the through line yeah, like yeah. i read that but what do you think
1: I am definitely flattered, definitely bored. Also, I do think that she has some—I don't want to say necessarily like mature. She has feelings for him, and yeah. that like she cares about him as a person, and doesn't want him to like kill himself or ruin right, his life. Right. So it is also, weirdly but maternal, all, but it, yes, but also at the same time with all of these people, all of them are always thinking. It's like, how is this going to work out for me? Yeah, how can it's yeah. like Survivor? It's like if yeah. I ally myself with Roman because his father's going to b- realistically be dead in the next five years. Yeah. So it's like there's always the sense of with everyone. It's like, how is this going to help number one? Yeah. So and they
0: do sort of like attempt a coup esque scenario. So many. The other thing I love speaking of that, like, there's multiple times when these people try to usurp logan's power mm-hmm. and just pussy out and just uh, yeah and like the one person who does go through with it is so fucking pathetic that it's like the season three sort of uh, plot I, I, line like the, i know i know like he can't win there's no way he's going to win i mean the uh, it's, it's 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 exciting i'm curious to see where it's gonna go I'm curious i'm curious but yeah so verdict so kindle hot. Yeah. I mean, I will also say just because this is Hot Minute, Kendall, physically attracted to Kendall. I am. I Okay, the
1: character Kendall, no. I've seen pictures it's like here's jeremy strong smiling here's kendall oh, smiling yeah. oh no it's horrible it's like it's I like don't... a peewee herman fever dream it is like not <laughs> can't, it doesn't can't work handle. for me
0: he's growing a really luscious beard right his, now, yeah i actor. like his
1: beard and i feel like the actor is physically imposing and probably handsome in his like day-to-day but in this character i'm, I'm i don't
0: find sexiness necessarily i do and i think it's just because i'm attracted to drug addicts. Fair. (laughs) Completely fair. You know, there's a lot of mystery there. Maybe he'll help you steal a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. Which he does at one point. And I was like, that's hot. I think the thing, too, that is sweet about Kendall is that in one episode, he can literally be the most pathetic character and then kind of witty and funny. Mm -hmm. And actually, like, of all of them, he has arguably the most nobility of the children. Like, he, he I has. I would agree with that. Has, I would agree with that. For instance, there are one or two scenes where Brian Cox's character, AKA Logan, is like really being incredibly cruel to Roman and also thus setting up Roman's character as the further the apple gets away from the tree or like the younger mm-hmm. they are, the more outlandish their behavior yeah, and sort yeah. of like. The further removed from power, the more desperate it seems that they're all trying to, like, act out and get to it. But as a result, it's like the abuse is like he's further removed from like being a parent to them. So it's like Roman is Roman literally at some point was like locked in a cage. Oh, and let's be
1: really clear. When when Jamie said abuse, like Logan literally abuses all of his children. Like it is literal child abuse. Like all
0: of the ways. So he like strikes Roman and then Kendall actually defends him. I think this happens more than once. And so you're like, oh shit, this character has little flashes of actually not being being a shitty person. Mm -hmm. And he... They all kind of do...
1: Yeah. It's the nature versus nurture thing. You know? It's like they got that shit like smacked out of them when they were seven or whatever, you know? And the
0: one time actually that Roman is kind of good for a second jerry encourages him to like learn the ropes and he goes to this like <laughs> seminar great, so, oh my god they own so all good. these theme parks and so he has to go to this like workshop yeah they like,
1: they own the fox they own fox news they own yeah. wally world yeah. they own, you know it's a media it's basically
0: and disney it's all of the conglomerates yeah. yeah and so he goes to this class and like ends up actually collaborating with the kid in the class and like is being a dick to him but being a dick so that they both win because he was sort of being on a team with somebody for the the first time. exactly and it's kind of sweet and
1: it's one of the only times in his life that yeah. he's ever forced to interact with like normal people yeah. in any kind of way and he kind of kinda takes
0: to it and he's like oh i can sort of be a mentor about how to be shitty and get <laughs> ahead to <So> this <laughs> poor idiot yeah. i know and he put that motherfucker on the fast track if and i'm he, not mistaken he did he's like get yeah,
1: that guy of the and then best he got friend. kidnapped yeah and then he got kidnapped <laughs> like it's like a, a great show it's a great show we yeah. talked about the boys yeah. so far. We haven't really talked about Shiv too much yet. I like slash hate
0: I think, I mean, obviously physically most attracted to Shiv in that Probably she's like just... a prettier version of me. So that's why I <laughs> well, like her. I'm very in love with Hush. Thank you. Um, no, she's... I mean, just like... Cl- she's the most probably classically good-looking of the children. She's got... Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's a pretty woman. And she's,
1: she's the kind of, like, white and redhead yes. where she's got, like, no fucking eyebrows. She has no
0: eyebrows. Here's the thing I love about the actress, too. Like, she's pretty... All, oh! She's pretty, but she's not, like... Didn't your like, friend send us a text about seeing her? Yes. A friend of mine who I won't name who lives in Los Angeles, who is my dear friend, <laughs> uh, was at the movies and didn't really recognize her to be, you know, at first because mm-hmm. she is like a normal looking person. But then like quickly was like, oh, my God, it's am sitting in front of Shib. This is so cool. But yeah, she was just chilling. Yeah. She said she was like the widest person yeah. she'd ever seen like <laughs> yeah. in real life, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. like, like she didn't
1: oh, have any fucking you know, eyebrows. She's like. probably
0: like, yeah, it's like Elizabeth, <laughs> you know. Oh my god. She got a booty though.
1: Oh my god, does she got a Holy shit. I forgot about fucking shit. Oh is my put god. Together right. She is tight. She is tight. She wears all these like rich bitch clothes too, like all these like neutrals, like all these fucking whites and blacks and grays and her clothes clothes are like
0: not good. She dresses older than she is. Yes. She's probably
1: like in her early thirties, but she dresses like a mid forties business woman. She's a businesswoman herself. You know, she fancies herself
0: as such. Here's the deal. Also, she's at least an eight. She's Lisa, size eight. She's she's like a normal. Uh, yeah. I don't think she's like. It's hard to tell because she's a, one of the
1: only women on the show, and yeah, she's always standing next to men. But who she's are always like standing next to like Kieran Culkin, who is like. A small man. Or Nicholas Braun who's like a fucking giant. Right. Exactly. So, so it's like,
0: w- what, what is I don't know it's where we skewed. live anymore. She's probably standing on a box
1: <laughs> anyway. Like, you know?
0: she's, a, she's a double and zero. Action. Yeah. But yeah, she's got a great bod. So just from a pure hotness perspective, the other thing I like, doesn't have a strong jaw.
1: No, no, no. She's got like a round face. She's got kind of a round face. Yeah, yeah. And it, like, Freckles. Makes,
0: she's freckly. Freckly. Yeah. It makes me happy. Great hair. She looks like a Siobhan. She does look like a Siobhan. Um. It, Let's, I guess, talk about her character, because we really dwelled on not everyone else. <laughs> i like, oh, she got a booty. Not off. as smart as she thinks she is. Not as smart as she thinks she is. Ruled by emotion, but she thinks she's like a hard bitch, mm-hmm. but she's very vulnerable. She's not as smart as she thinks she is in that she's easily manipulated by her father who plays to that insecurity in yeah, her. Yeah. But she is probably, apples to apples, the smartest of the children, <sighs> I would think. I would say. She,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she tries I when mean, she it's a can low bar. to play, like, the daddy's girl yeah. thing. It doesn't really work. Yes. He, he, he doesn't like or love any of his children no. or family. Yeah. Her father plays to her ego. Yes. And she, she fucking buys every it every time. Every time. Every single time. She just fucking walks right in that glass door yes. with a smile
0: on her face. And it's like, she's not smart. She's not. She's not She's not smart. She's not smart. I will say... <laughs> I work in marketing and <laughs> I like where this is like going. And she's smarter than some people that work in marketing, but the bar is low. Yeah. So like I have reactions to her. Or I guess she's like more like PR in marketing, but I have reactions to her like I had when I watched the show Silicon Valley because like mm. I I've worked in that industry too and I'm like that's real, that's real, that's real. And, like, she says stuff that is real, so that's more the writers. But, like, they let her, like, be tactically pretty smart sometimes about stuff. Yeah, like, she probably has an MBA within the context of the show or whatever, you know? I'm processing this as I say it out loud. But, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's paid attention to get a smidge of the ruthlessness that makes her successful, but then also just, like, gotten away enough to where she learned actual skills. Whereas I feel like... Kindle and Roman are just purely a product of Absolutely. watching their dad.
1: Absolutely, and I was. She went out of her way to learn these skills because a she had to, yeah. being like the only girl yes. and not the natural successor because a right. she's she's the third born yeah. child. Also, it's like I'm thinking about this as we're talking, I know. and it's like how each of the children we've s- discussed so far, like sort of perceives like the family business. It's like. Uh, Kendall is like business guy. He's like, yeah, oh, this is our portfolio of brands. Yes. And I really think we can do this. Uh, he says Karen... all the right words, but the intent is almost there's, always it's wrong. it's blank. It's yeah. blank. There's yeah, yeah. just
0: like other than this is what you do. Like there's no Kendall's Kendall er... would succeed very well, though, at like any business I've worked at because absolutely he's a white man that dresses correctly and speaks well in a meeting. He is tall. Yeah, he's tall and knows what to say in a meeting, and then is like, I'm a dick sometimes. (laughs) I like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, exactly. Like, he would fucking be yeah. great at exactly like a Volter style mm-hmm. company, which is the media company he tries to.
1: Oh, uh, that was, a, uh, yeah. Roman's thing is like the family legacy. Like, this is our family business thing. Shiv's thing, though, she wants that fucking power. Yeah. Shiv just wants the power. She does, she wants the news because she was into politics, but yes. now I'm into news media. And actually, now I'm into the family business. Well, and, like, you know what I mean?
0: Like, speaking of power, she has absolutely. Her power bottom husband? Yeah, she has absolutely no interest in not being, not dominant, but at the same time is like too lazy to be do- truly dominant. Like her husband's like, please. She's like, no, she's super fucking
1: <laughs> passive aggressive is yeah, what she is. Yeah. Like this bitch waits until her wedding day to yes. be like, by the way, we're having an open marriage. Right. And I'm fucking someone like right now. You know, and like,
0: he's like, okay. Yes, ma'am. That hurts oh, I'm um,
1: sorry. Okay, so we were talking about her husband who, okay. If, <laughs> His name is the character name is Tom Wambsgans W-A-M-B-S-G-A-N-S. He is played by an actor by the name of Matthew McFadden, who I've talked Hashtag about before. Not Hashtag my, not my darcy. Not my Darcy. Again, I don't want to say that like I'm at the forefront of all thinking because I'm not. Mm. I you know, I'm not the casting know. director, but Matthew McFadden, I have long said, comic actor.
0: Genius. Comic actor. More proof, more proof. Throw it on the pile. He's great. He's so good. We'll get to to <laughs> beloved Nicholas Braun here momentarily. But I want to say it was a moment with Matthew McFadden in that very first episode that probably it was when I was like, oh, Whoa! This show is very fucking funny. Like, I need to go back and watch it because ha- all of this has been a comedy.
1: When he gets his dick sucked by his brother-in-law's <laughs> wife on his wedding night, and he said <laughs> she so he, so so she sucks his dick, and I hope my grandma's listening, and <laughs> hey. and he comes in her mouth, yes. and then she like spits it back into his mouth, and so <laughs> according to Tom, this is not cheating because it's a closed loop. <laughs> Uh, He swallows his own load, Uh, so it
0: doesn't count. And it's just such a beautiful moment because
1: his his entire
0: life is him just swallowing his own load.
1: Oh, my God. Jamie, that's so fucking profound.
0: You absolutely nailed it. That moment is just a, in case you didn't get it, this motherfucker thinks he's a Mm businessman, thinks he's like on the come up in this strong family, and he is just literally getting his He married into the family. Yeah, married into the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's constantly like they suck his dick and then spit come back into his mouth every fucking moment that they are with him
1: and he tries to be like I put my feet on human beings yeah yeah. you know it's like bitch you are the fucking human furniture of this family and so
0: he's just the punching he's horrible he's one of the worst people that's probably ever been (laughs) in a show as far as a character but Matthew McFadden make he's not hot like that character is not hot and I'm not attracted to Matthew McFadden he is he's an
1: average-looking. man. He's an
0: average-looking man. And he's
1: probably like the hottest dude, like walking down the street. Oh
0: yeah, but but, but that's like it. he's the hottest guy in like a local coffee shop. Exactly. <laughs> like he yeah bops in to grab the all. You know what? He just, He's an
1: office crush.
0: Yeah. He's yeah. like
1: he's like the cutest guy in your office building. Yeah. It's like oh I think he's an accounts.
0: Aww. He's nice. Yeah, so he is terrible in the show, though. And the levels of just cartoonish abuse that he levels on other people. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These, like, middle managers that are no one. Like, they don't even register to the other characters. And he's like, I can abuse them. Meanwhile, is just letting people literally step on his throat.
1: So much of the show's humor is through the Tom character. And just the way he is and the way he acts. And the... He lets- Any kind of scenario where he learns that, like, no one fucking gives a shit about him yes. is always really funny. Like, there's, oh, there's, like, an active shooter in the building, but he doesn't get <laughs> taken to the real
0: safe room. He he's gets
1: taken to, like, a, a fake conference safe room. room.
0: <laughs> he's in a conference room that is in no way bulletproof. Uh, one of the, I mean, so the episode where he gets serviced, I don't even know why I'm trying to, I was like, he sucks a dick and then he's spits. covered. Uh, is... It's called <laughs> the snowballing. Is that what it's called? Yeah. We don't have the internet right now, no. so I can't Google this. Comcast. Am I right? <laughs> uh, so, so he's he's supposed to be he's getting married, and it's his bachelor trip, and they're supposed to be like flying in a helicopter to Austria. And I think it's character, <laughs> which already, I mean, it's, it's like already a, funny, a, already funny. And so, like, for, he has like a couple, like probably the most important businessmen from the. Illinois where he's from or wherever but like you know he's like trying to impress these friends and you know that he's probably been building it up for months and there's so many subtle like he's a nobody moments in the show where like his parents buy champagne for the entire wedding party, and they tell everyone that they bought it, and they're all like bragging about it. And I'm it's so literally gauche. covering
1: my face in so shame. Like he I know. is just
0: he is the epitome of gauche, and so they're all meeting to go. Oh my god, it just struck me. He what? thinks he's like Jay Gatsby.
1: Yeah, he just thinks he's like a Jay ba- Gatsby
0: kind of guy, but he's 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 like what is the opposite of that? Like he's the most successful man in his, his hometown. High exactly. Yeah. yeah, but, yeah. Like. The reality is he's you married a billionaire, right? And she's very mean to you. Yeah, and treats you like dirt. <laughs> Basically, they're supposed to fly away. He's had friends fly in to go to this that he's clearly trying to impress. And then Roman knows that there's going to be somebody to do business with. It's literally just like, oh, I could take a meeting with someone at this place. And they end up taking him to this underground club that's underneath like a railroad track. And it's super trashy. And it's literally a sex oh, yeah, a yeah, sex yeah, yeah. club. <laughs> and like that becomes his bachelor party. And it's just such a great moment in the show because, like, he just takes it. Mm -hmm. He just takes it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, um, that's a really good
1: segue. Tom just takes it, but he pushes that shit back down on someone even lower (sighs) than him. And that would be Cousin Greg. Cousin Greg. Tom and Cousin Greg spinoff. God, I I would watch it in a heartbeat. Comedy. Everything we've said about every other character, they could all fucking die in season three premiere. And if it was just like Tom and Cousin Greg got to figure this shit out because now they're both
0: running Waystar Royco together. Oh, my God. Can you even
1: imagine how good that show would be? I can't
0: even imagine. I mean, really. Cousin Greg. So I started watching Cheers. On on Netflix oh, mm-hmm. and literally actually thought of this because as you're watching Cheers, you're like, oh fuck, Fraser. Oh fu-, you know, like mm-hmm. and I know that we've talked about this before, but when you're re-watching it, you're just like, Oh, all these kids like all these things are gonna happen. It's gonna be so good and all these other shows like Night Court and like all these, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's like the fertile crescent of <laughs> of comedy. Yeah. And like that's how I feel about succession. I'm like, this oh, probably won't happen, but God damn it. If this were, like, the early 90s and this was, like, on a soundstage, like, we would get our cousin Greg. Like, they would end up in Boca Raton. Oh, my God. They would be in the Golden Girls. They could be on fucking Empty Nest.
1: Like I would, would love get it. That. Cousin Greg, Nicholas
0: Braun is uh. the actor. He's a, he's a he's a wiry 6'5". Now, I do take it back. He's probably the most, like, conventionally attractive actor on the show. I'm gonna
1: say that Alan Ruck is, to me, the most attractive. Alan Ruck is- I know that he literally plays a Nazi, but if we're just talking facial beauty. Alan Ruck, Alan Ruck could get it. Alan Ruck could get it. We'll, we'll get, get it. to him. Okay, all right. But
0: also, actually, who could get it the most? Because you're going to turn this off. Uh, Stewie, the friend. Like, I'm I'm oh, genuinely yeah, yeah, attracted yeah. to that guy. He's, I don't even know the actor's name. But he's he's hot.
1: That's a good looking yeah. guy.
0: Yeah. I would say James Cromwell. No, I don't know. <laughs> That'll do, pig. <laughs> also 6'5". Great casting, great it's casting. really great casting. So, explain cousin Greg.
1: Nicholas Braun uh, is an actor who plays the character of cousin Greg, who is you know the cousin to this family. <laughs> fucking idiot. He's an, but he's he's a fucking fox in the hen house, man. He's cousin it. Greg is he's a fox in the house. He is stupid like a fox. He takes the abuse and he's a fucking snitch. I mean, he, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's. He wants that fucking Uncle Roy money. <laughs> he says his, his, his he own hasn't, millionaire hasn't, grandfather. By the way, by the way, his grandfather, he's like, I'm going to give you $200 million yeah. or whatever. If you don't hang out with my piece of shit brother who has ruined the world. And Cousin Greg is like, $200 million sounds pretty good. But maybe Uncle Roy, he could give me like
0: $300 million. Yeah, yeah. And that's Cousin Greg. Ugh. He also has an active foot fungus, which we learned (laughs) in the second season. Like, they just, every episode, they add a comedic layer to this character that's better than the it's last. A bre- he's a breakout. He's a Ugh. breakout
1: character. It's just An the actor. way he holds himself. Nicholas Braun. And I've seen him in one other thing I want to say. do We We don't have internet, but no. I've seen him in a thing and I want to say he was fun. He it was app- probably another HBO He thing. apparently,
0: there's a movie at Sundance right now called Zola that he's <gasps> in. That's the one I want to see about that's, the Twitter that's thread? That's based on the Twitter thread. My, um, oh my God. So it's based on, so we can... I'm writing this down because I have going. to talk about Zola. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's apparently... In that movie, the girl who portrays Zola and he's the he's the one lost on the sauce. He's yeah. the fucking boyfriend, and Nicholas Braun plays that boyfriend. And apparently, he raps and like there's all kinds of okay Shit that's apparently very funny and people are freaking out about it this it's, week but
1: oh my god go read the twitter thread about go read zola's oh, twitter thread you can find like the whole like screen caps on okay. like different blogs and stuff Let's that Google like it. people screen capped it like it is it there like, you can find it on like reddit and whatnot yeah. like it's it's out there we'll put a pin
0: in that i think you and i should go on a field trip and see I zola when could we can not agree more i mean i could not agree more i'm hearing it's like spring breakers but good
1: <laughs> it's I mean I know that the character he's playing at one point like repeatedly punches himself in the head <laughs>
0: like oh and like I'm... tries
1: to throw like tries to jump out of like a I'm Miami like... window and he gets caught by his underwear I'm like
0: already crackling it's All gonna right. be so good um Nikki Braun um you mentioned Holly Hunter oh can I say one more thing oh yes the same friend that lives in Los Angeles who was at the movie theater with Siobhan ran that's into right, Nicholas that's right physically ran into Nicholas Braun on the street he is indeed six five whenever she runs into someone I ask how did they smell He smelled good That's cool. I'm glad that yeah. that's true and he was nice He he looks, wasn't like
1: ugh, you're a dick. he, he looks like-, like he smells good Yeah.
0: He was, he was like kind. He had Didn't kind she, eyes. I,
1: I could be making this up, but did she say also he walks like someone six yes. foot five? Like yes. someone who like, like, I can't fit into doors. Like, like slouchy and like. Boop,
0: doo, doo, like boop, doo, doo, I want to just live in the world, okay. but y'all make it hard. Yeah. Like, go, like he's goofy. It's just like gosh. Oh, I love him.
1: Yeah. He's probably getting mad laid. Good for him. Oh,
0: man. That dude's dick is warm. Can out. you imagine?
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that said, you know, I still think the Nazis pretty hot. Within the context of succession. Within yeah. the context of
0: succession. Well we, he's this he's the kid we didn't talk
1: about really. Yeah.
0: So the oldest child Connors from a previous marriage. He couldn't be more pathetic he's literally literally dating a prostitute he's not in the show a ton yeah but his girlfriend is dumber than a bag of rocks and she's a Broadway she's a playwright a play quote-unquote playwright she can barely talk she's transparently with him for him you know to finance her show finance her shows
1: he's with her because she's really pretty and, and he needs a political wife because he's running as a brown pre- shirt <laughs> for president
0: he's like literally a fascist literally a fascist <laughs> Has like the most drool worthy house in like Sedona or something. Like he's just. And also, every
1: character to date that we have said is dumb. He is actually the dumbest of he's all of them. Super dumb. He's very, very stupid. But I mean, Alan Rock, many of you probably know him as like Cameron from Ferris uh, Bueller's yes. Day Off. Like a fine fucking wine.
0: Oh my God. If
1: I, it, imagine it's that if, hair. Okay, okay, imagine though, but like real talk. The year is fucking 1986. And this, and you married Alan Rock. And you're like, And uh, this is what he fucking looks like in
0: 2020. Oh, my. Can you imagine? Jackpot. Can you... Here's the deal. Seriously, Okay, Alan Ruck or Matthew Broderick? Uh, Alan Ruck, ma'am. Alan fucking Ruck. Alan Ruck, ma'am. Mm. I'm telling he's you. string beanie. He's, he's got that thick-ass gray hair. His face thing, is great. His face is great. The other thing about the show is
1: they're always wearing really thick sweaters and pushing <laughs> up the <laughs> yes. sleeves. So there are lots of, like, sexy
0: forearms There's on a the lot show. of, yeah, he's got, like, a little beanie like, forearm. And, like, collars. There's lots of collar stuff happening. His <laughs> funniest, funniest scenes with him are the awards show that I mentioned. It's like towards the end of the second season and he's just a fucking idiot and he (laughs) decides that Like, Logan's basically giving him, like, a vanity, just idiotic task to keep him out of the way. And it's just like, hey, will you basically organize the catering for this event and his power trip? Like, that's the thing the show does so beautifully. Oh, that was so
1: funny. That was so good when he's just, like, in an absolute panic state about this event. And, yeah, he's just like, the butter
0: is hard! And he's (laughs) screaming at people. And it's like, the show puts everyone in very tenuous their grasp of power is, is never real. Like, the patriarch is the only one with real power. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is just sort of... They're
1: tr- using their money to try to buy some power. Yeah, it's like the, they're the, all treading yeah. water.
0: But, like, the further, again, you get away from him... Again, Connor, though the oldest, is the... Clearly, like, least favored child. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and he's so, the kind of
1: guy that like uses his money. It's these are the people that like fund Milo. Oh, yeah. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Where, where does the motherfucker get them from? Dudes whose dads are millionaires and billionaires, and you've never had to think a day right. in your life.
0: Yeah. And so, Tom's power trips are hilarious. Connor's power trip with the catering staff yeah. is comedy gold. And it's just like, God, this is the one moment that he got a modicum of like, quote unquote, power. And he's just he
1: like bridezilla lost <laughs> his fucking mind of <laughs> abusing <laughs> the, the like cake. He's apologizing to guests. It's uh, like so good. It's so, so, so good. I'm
0: so sorry that the butter is hard. And they're just like and what? Just, and he's like, like, like there are rolls. Getting torn to pieces out there, like it's so good. I'm, I'm ruining the comedy. Anything of it, but. where a dickhead is like screaming at the S- kitchen staff for absolutely no reason. And the best part is, it's like they kind of just seem like, ugh, like none of them actually seem scared of it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it even better. Anyway. Ugh. Alan it's rock. so good. All right. There's, yeah. and who, then Who else we got?
1: Uh, no, that's it. You know, there was Holly Hunter. She was on the show for a minute. There's James Cromwell plays Brian Cox's brother. There's Brian Cox's, like, what, third wife yes. character, I she's, uh, guess. I she's supposed to be, like, Lebanese. Her yeah. name is Hayam Abbas. Um, yeah. um, She's beautiful. She's beautiful. She's, she's beautiful. you know, she's a what I character. like to imagine myself to be, if I were, you know, like <laughs> a 50-something, 60-something woman who was like, I'm going to marry for money. Like, that's how I would do it. Yeah. I would do it the way she does it, where it's just just like, oh, you want to have your affairs, whatever.
0: I don't know. That and she, season one, you're like, fuck, this bitch is going to take it all. And then season two, like, her station's a little rockier. But she and Holly Hunter, Holly Hunter kind of enters the scene and starts like Mm -hmm. doing a land grab, trying to become the fifth wife or whatever. And Marsha is the character's name. Marsha, like, has a really great moment with Holly Hunter on oh, the stairs. It's at the same
1: party. Yeah,
0: it's at the same party. This episode's this just party, incredible. y'all.
1: Oh, my it's God. It's one of the best.
0: The wedding, Siobhan's wedding and that episode are just, like, two of the best episodes of TV it's that I've seen two, in a long It's, time. like, a
1: lo- in a lot of ways, the scene you're referring to is, like, the opposite of the Bechdel test, where, and it's, like, yes. two women explicitly talking about a man. Yes. But the way that they
0: talk about him is very Bechdel-y, yes. if you will. Yeah,
1: it's, like, two women like, talk
0: about a man, and the (laughs) I don't know. But they inherently have more power in that moment than they have in the rest of the season. Or rather, Marsha does. Yeah, it's really fascinating. Should we talk about Logan himself? Oh, yeah. Logan Roy, Brian Cox. Uh, Here's the thing about Brian Cox.
1: And I think he's a good actor. (laughs) Bless his heart. I think he's a good actor. I, I really, too. really do. You know, I mostly for the most part, the last thing in my head is him in succession, where he's yeah. the one of the most evil men in the world. Where literally Jamie or me or you listening home, if any of us were to literally murder him, the world would be a better place. Yeah. Everyone agrees. Everyone agrees. He's in my war and peace and he's playing like an old general who's like yeah. knows that war is bad and he just doesn't you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like I love the actors where it's like you can be one thing or the yeah. range. I lack range. Hey,
0: he's got it, guys. He's an X-Men. Mm-hmm. He's he's General Striker. Yeah. X-Men. Which is, you know, really what I care about. Yeah, he's incredible. And as we mentioned earlier, he's currently doing a voiceover on a McDonald's commercial, which I think for McDonald's part is pretty brilliant because they are evil. Yeah, he's yeah. playing the most evil character on TV <laughs> and they're like you know what fuck Justin Who Timberlake do we need say, if we're trying bah, to sell bah, beef bah. we're trying to sell beef in the year of our lord 2020 here's the deal Burger King's really gone into this plant based thing the <laughs> world is dying we're gonna go full whole what hog what if we get what if we get
1: daddy Cox?
0: <laughs> to <laughs> be get, like eat a McNugget no it's like a it's, is it it's, the it's the m- a quarter pounder is it the quarter pounder I don't know why I just did a weird southern quarter that
1: was the spoilative Floris. uh no, Brian Cox is, I mean, the show is about the su-
0: The succession happens because of him. You know, <laughs> you know what know? I mean? What well, doesn't happen because of him? Like he is in poor mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. And part of the intrigue of the show is watching him literally scrape his himself like off the ground those trying, are, yeah. trying to recover from a stroke that he has in the pilot episode. And, like, the first episode, I'm just sort of like, oh, shit, are they doing, like, a Game of Thrones thing where they're just about to kill this guy that's probably expensive oh, to pay? interesting. Okay. Which I thought could have happened. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he comes back within a few episodes and is, like incredible but the entire time he's sort of hiding physical ailments ailments and things and it's general like,
1: mortality yeah
0: so whereas the rest of them have all of these very damaged weak weaknesses that are very obvious that you can easily manipulate honestly probably i could manipulate all of these people like they're, they're very stupid they're very Two stupid one. he's smart and scrappy and they hit you over the head a little bit with like, he's a self-made man. And it's like, well, there is something to be said about people that like come a, on yeah, that come yeah. up, you know, but it's like you have to be like doubly evil to make it from nothing into something. And
1: the good thing about his character and the good thing about like Brian Cox and the way that he's capable of playing it is, again, let me reiterate, Logan Roy is like, I would love to murder him. <laughs> I feel like it would be like it would be in that good. But it's like when he plays the moments of vulnerability where it's like now I'm no longer like the CEO of evil. Now I'm like a fucking 80 year old man on the floor. Now I'm weak. Now I'm alone. I can't care for myself. I have lived my entire life. Knowing and believing myself to be capable of anything and everything, and I've accomplished that and now it's all fucking taken away from me by my own body.
0: Oh, Oh. I love it. So the other thing about him Brian Brian Cox is such a good actor that, yeah, like this character with a lesser actor is unequivocally evil Mm -hmm. and just would be cartoonish.
1: You would never feel any kind of pity whatsoever.
0: Yeah. Not at all. And it's never that I feel pity for the character. But there are distinct moments where he's manipulating the children very specifically where I believe him. Like mm. like when he's talking to Siobhan and he's like... I'm going to give you the business. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's very, it's so convincing that, and that's, like, excellent writing and excellent acting, but, like, it's so convincing that truly you are like, I don't know, maybe he fucking will give this to her. I don't know. Yeah,
1: she's been the smartest for two episodes in a row now, <laughs> right? you know? She's got like, the nicest butt. Yeah,
0: that's um, extremely she didn't, true. She didn't shit on herself, and so, <laughs> uh, today, and yeah, and so, like, he's so good that you're like, Okay, maybe I do believe it. And so then you, via your viewer experience, like have a sense of empathy for the children Mm -hmm. who are terrible cartoons of bad people. But you sort of embody like, oh, wait, maybe you get the charisma. I get it. I get why they would be so fucked up over this dude. And like nobody could do that. But Brian Cox, he's great. Yeah, he's great. All right. Do we miss anyone? Uh, No. Okay, so what's our tally? Alan Ruck, fuck. Alan Ruck, fuck. Siobhan, best ass. Best ass. Romulus, meh. F. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd let him at least, like, do something weird to my feet.
1: You know, and I feel like that's probably as far as it would go. Yeah. I feel like he would talk a big game, and oh. then he's just well, cl- like, I'm yeah. going to let come on your wrist. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, like, it's a pearl bracelet. It's
0: a thing, you know? All right. Kendall... I'd probably marry him. Yeah.
1: I I I I would marry Kendall. It's like I would be such a fucking sucker. Like Me too. It, I would be such a fucking sucker. It's not even oh wow you like hip-hop what what are some of your favorite records i I don't know yeah yeah. i'm dumb as hell mainly because he could just take me into a crate
0: and barrel and buy everything so (laughs) sad his
1: eye maybe you guys don't know how sad his eyes are but they're very convincing and very sad i gonna swim in those pools i mean the real answer is i would try to marry logan yeah and just like cut off (laughs) all of the children yeah yeah
0: let's do bag let's do bag all right
1: Bag, bag, bag,
0: bag. Okay, guys, we're going into the bag of hotties. We're going to pull out a hottie and talk about them. Number one is Ellen DeGeneres. Fuck her. I'm not a fan.
1: I'm not either. I'm not a fan. There was a moment at the recent Grammy Awards where, who is the guy? Tyler, the creator, was on yes. stage and he was giving a very heartfelt acceptance speech and he was talking about he, how he grew up. Like, he was like, yeah. he was like I grew up like a weird kid. And he's like, Pharrell meant a lot to me and he's talking, he's, like, he's talking about his idol. He's like, I don't even know if he's in the room right now but I just love Pharrell. They started to fucking play him off so we could like smash
0: cut to fucking Ellen. Right.
1: Let me listen to Tyler, the creator. I don't like her. I, I, I don't, don't
0: like her. Here's the deal. We know people she's not a good boss. She's notoriously apparently not not good to her staff apparently. Allegedly, does that cover me? And the other thing is that she went to a fucking football game with George W. Bush, and she could just burn it in a fire. It's like there's always celebrities
1: where it's gonna they're they're gonna like I'm gonna perform at the birthday party of this fucking sheik who cuts yes. off people's heads, and it's like she's the one who's like oh, I'll
0: MC it. She would MC Logan
1: Roy's like. Oh my god, this bitch would oh. All- Thank fucking perp. Yes. Nailed it. Nothing else. Yeah. Nothing else. Let's like, wrap it up there. She would, she would MC Logan's fucking birthday party yes. and do a fucking selfie with him. Yes. Boom. David Byrne.
0: Oh God. God, I have a crush on David Byrne. I have a really,
1: really good David Byrne story. Oh my God, tell me. One time, I stood behind him in line.
0: (laughs) At Bonnaroo? At Bonnaroo. Oh my God, I saw him at Bonnaroo.
1: I stood behind him in line at the beer tent, and it was great. And we didn't say a word, and he didn't look at me, and it was like my ideal interaction where I was like, he's he's just a man.
0: Can I ask you, was he wearing like a white sort of shirt? He
1: was wearing like, he was wearing regular clothes, like street clothes, but I do want to say it was probably just like a button up like. Yes
0: like yeah tall so that was when we were obvi- David Byrne street clothes. Yeah, D- David Byrne street fashion Pinterest board. <laughs> um, so David Byrne, I saw him. Yeah, I guess because he was playing with Saint Vincent. That was the year that record yeah, yeah, came yeah, out yeah, at yeah. Bonnaroo, and he was just walking around the like artist tent with like what my Spanish teacher would call a chamaco, which is just like a. This had to have been that same. Like, a, like yeah, it was just like a Cuban like sort of linen top. Yeah, and he had a camera and he was just walking around taking pictures of, like an old grandpa, and I was like, you're fucking David Byrne, like you are stop making sense David Byrne you are a fucking legend. I've been listening and to This Must Be The Place like a lot uh, lately too. for
1: whatever reason. Like it's just really on my like radar and I've it's, been listening to it so much uh, and it's just
0: like. And let's just say facial beauty, physicality, babe. I remember. I think he's such a babe. I
1: also remember he's reading some story from some other like celebrity. Maybe it was like oh, f- fucking someone from Blondie or whatever, yeah. you know, and they're like reminiscing about like our David Burns story. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who told this, but it was like, well, he's like literally literally like a weird kind of eccentric yeah. guy and they were like we were in New York and we got like fucking mugged one time and these guys were like beating us up and taking our wallets and he's like and I remember David getting like pulled into the bushes and he went yipes <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think of when I see David Byrne is like this guy is some like tufts with a knife it's like give us our wallet he's like oh I don't know mister that's like an
0: episode of Heathcliff or something.
1: <laughs> my boyfriend also what's the movie with John Goodman the, there's a, like a Talking Heads movie with John Goodman that my yeah. boyfriend just like got on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been buying a lot of DVDs <laughs> lately. Physical um, media. Ever heard of it? David Byrne, ten, eleven out of ten. Yeah, he's facial beauty plus talent. <sighs> All right, Cynthia
0: Nixon. I don't think about her that much these days. You know who I guess. does. <laughs> I think my favorite thing about Cynthia Nixon is her post-Sex in the City career. <gasps> One of my favorite blogs is D-Listed, the gossip blog, and just Michael K's obsession with her wife, and he calls her Rojo Caliente. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's just, you know, like, I mean, I don't have much more to say than that, but, like, I'd I have love one them.
1: thing to say. I watched, she's in a miniseries that's uh-huh. like the Middle Ages. Play.
0: I saw her in a play. It's like the Middle Ages. It's uh-huh. like Ends
1: of the Earth or something. Yeah. I can't remember. It's like the year is like 1400. Yeah. She, I believe her character is called
0: like Petronella. Like it's some <laughs> real shit, right? I put that on when
1: the mosquitoes she's get the mad. She's the villain. She is the evil, evil villain. And the heroine is, I can't remember her name, but she's Tom Hardy's wife. That girl from uh, the brown headed girl from a thing. She's like, anyway, (laughs) long story short, long story short, uh, Cynthia Nixon is super fucking evil in this middle ages thing. She's constantly murdering people. She's constantly poisoning people. There's incest all over the place. Of course there is. Tom Hardy's tangentially involved. And she's like... And she does the accent, like, the entire time, because it's supposed to be England. Oh, God. oh, my God. Anyway, so I'm a huge Cynthia Nixon fan based on this movie <laughs> that I can't remember the name of, and also it's not a movie, it's a miniseries. I just
0: remember I saw her in a play with Maggie Gyllenhaal and Ewan McGregor, and she and Maggie Gyllenhaal were both normal-sized-looking women, and I loved it. That's not, like, code for, like, they big. It's, oh. like, they just were, like, as far as actors go, like, mm-hmm. they were both, like, 5'10 and like had bodies and like were wearing clothes. I was gonna ask between the three of them who was the tallest. Uh, probably Maggie Gyllenhaal. Um,
1: Here, do you want to do some? Yeah, like? I'll
0: do one. Okay, let's do this is the last one. I pro- probably Maggie Gyllenhaal. But Cynthia Nixon, she did a great job. She's great. I like job. I like her hair. Yeah. She got red. pretty hair. All right. Josh Hartnett. Oh. Haven't okay. So the friend that saw <laughs> Shiv and Our Nicholas friend who's Broad. stalking the cast
1: of succession.
0: <laughs> she's in Jerry's bathtub right now. She's gonna do a do a pop scare. That friend is like ride or die fan. Not fan like in a bad way, but just like ride or die like crush fan. Like everyone mm-hmm. that she's had a crush on, unless they do something terrible, she's just like, I'm gonna hold it down. I get that. I'm gonna hold it down. I Which and I that. have other friends like that too, but she's like and J.H.? the H- one. J. H. on it. I mean, like, dude is very handsome. Like, he's very attractive.
1: In my mind. Virgin suicides? It, it, when, babe. The, when you said when you said Josh Hartnett, the first thing the first image that popped in my head was the perfect version of him from, like, 1999. Yes, exactly. That's all you need to Like, know. the perfect version of him. Perfect meaning, what, 22? You know, I'm not, just perfect meaning <laughs> yeah. young, I guess. But, well, like, it's like... He was huge for a second. He was huge for a second. Also, I feel like he personified the best of, like, white masculinity yeah. at that point for, like, teen boys. It's like he just... He, so he, he, he wore
0: oversized sweaters
1: <laughs> in a really so good he, way. He
0: had square jaw, but he also... <laughs> Had uh, big like, heart, big heart, no white in eyes. <laughs> uh, so it was just like doe eyes, square jaw. So he literally kind of melded like a masculine, feminine mm. sort of thing. So there was like a vulnerability to him, and so he was in like Halloween, H two O, and Killing uh, Mrs. Tingle, was Killing Mrs. He, Tingle, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like he, they kept casting him as like the sort of misunderstood. Poet, when he's a jock poet jock you know and like and then he was in Pearl Harbor and he was kind of the misunderstood poet jock in Pearl Harbor and I mean beautiful face he was in Penny Dreadful
1: which <gasps> oh I, I forgot I watched every, every episode of, of that show. here's a
0: favorite thing about Penny Dreadful and he's involved in it weird show as far as just like old oh, as werewolves and all yeah. the di- what if vampires we- are real weirdest thing about that show is just a random like he randomly fucks Dorian Gray he's a werewolf <laughs> that just randomly fucks the picture of dorian gray dorian gray and i was like whoa record scratch like loving this first of all yeah yeah can't get enough that rewound- show was baller that show was good <laughs> rewound this five times but what why is this happening all of a sudden is the
1: chick on that one what's her name oh my is god that eva, eva green? green oh my
0: god eva green oh my god is ridiculous patty lapone is in that for no reason no reason. I was Patty LaPone is like an abortion witch that lives in like a mountain village. <laughs> it is like, for, oh my
1: god! Literally, she's an abortion. It's witch. so much better than taboo. It's, it's funny, so good. funny. It's so much better. I than would taboo. do an
0: episode where we just watch Penny Dreadful. Uh, Penny Dreadful and just talk about like all the weird garbage. Guess who I was attracted to the most in that one? Fucking uh, Frankenstein, <laughs> who's a heroin addict. <laughs> Yeah. To, they give oh my god <laughs> they make i mean honestly if you made frankenstein you would do drugs well yeah yeah
1: yeah You're
0: like what the fuck have i done what have i done god <laughs> is gonna
1: punish me like, like i've opened up boxes that i cannot close
0: anymore get, Madness. On, get on that horse i just oh my made god god like race of, <laughs> of men
1: frankenstein ends with Frankenstein's monster just running all alone up at you know Ugh. North Pole or whatever just like Patty LuPone just like
0: Patti <laughs> LuPone up at the North Pole ain't that the way god okay well Succession's great I'm glad you listened to this and we ruined it for you if you haven't
1: watched it but watch it
0: I mean watch yeah or don't like I don't care I don't care Look what you do Google
1: pictures of fucking Kieran Culkin I almost said Crispin Glover
0: <laughs> honestly saw that's a other episode but I could talk about I could talk about that write down Crispin Glover M- yeah yeah oh alright all bye right. guys bye Succession